salutations, everyone. It's D'Angelo from Bald and Bingeable, and welcome to our special mini-series, Sex, Love, and Butt Stuff, Qualified and Unqualified Advice for People with Butt Questions and Confessions with Dr. Carlton and D'Angelo. AKA Sex, Love, and Butt Stuff, Questions and Confessions. I'm Dr. Carlton, a Mayo Clinic-trained, board-certified gastroenterologist. But you may have seen me on TikTok or Instagram, giving butt stuff tips and spreading awareness on current LGBTQ health issues. Each show will be answering your questions and giving advice from a qualified, that's me, and unqualified, obviously me, perspective. If you have a question about sex, love, relationships, queer life, and butt stuff, we are here to help. And if you have a naughty confession, we're here for that as well. It's time for sex, love, and butt stuff. Butt stuff. Questions and confessions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sex, Love, and Butt Stuff. I'm Dr. Carlton, the qualified one. And I'm D'Angelo, the unqualified one, and we're here to solve your problems. Okay, maybe not all your problems. While I'm a board-certified gastroenterologist, we do encourage you to take the insight we give you here and further explore with your medical profession. Also, we're going to use adult language and talk very frankly about sex, butts, and life. This is your warning. Okay, everybody, we are back with another episode of Sex, Love, and Butt Stuff, Questions and Confessions. Okay, this is all about our unqualified and unqualified perspectives. And we have another unqualified person just like me. So we are unqualified. We are sitting on the same little, like, beautiful perch here. And so, and that is Jesse Soufans, comedian extraordinaire. Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you so much. I am incredibly unqualified when it comes to sex, love, and butt stuff. Uh, but I am sitting on an actual fur chair. I don't know if you knew that when you said that, but it's <laughs> it's real. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for having us. So you guys, Jesse is the one who brought us this project with Impride. So we're going to be at the Diversionary Theater July 9th at 9 p.m. in San Diego. We're going to drill that into your heads. And you're going to also see that inside the liner notes of this episode and also on our Instagrams and whatnot. But other than that, we're going to be at the Diversionary Theater at 9 p.m. on July 9th. Okay, so Jesse, tell us about Impride. How did you start this? Yeah, I'm so thank you. Uh, so Impride is a festival that I started in 2016, and it started as a fundraiser for the San Diego um, Center, LGBT Center, and I wanted to promote queer voices in comedy. I wanted to create a, 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 a stage where people had the freedom and, and fun to really do that. I that was thought, so I was kind of lacking in San Diego as far as comedy was going. And it that start, the first year started off as one night and then each year it got bigger and bigger. Um, just like my butt okay uh but it's uh hey. it's uh it's grown to uh, a three-day festival that we now have um all kinds of entertainment all weekend long we have um, a big opening party um on friday with the dj latina and uh, stand up drag shows we have uh improv uh we have an improvised tennessee williams play on sunday we have workshops from all these wonderful queer artists um that are that are sharing their knowledge with everyone and anyone and uh then we're uh, rounding out the evening um, of, the, of Sunday weekend 
with the Big, the Big Gay Improv Show. And our guest is Christopher Ashley, the executive director of La Jolla Playhouse and Tony Award winner. Um, I love him. He's so, uh, I cornered him in a parking lot and he agreed. So <laughs> he's, he's coming uh, with his Tony uh, to be interviewed on. Wait, Sunday. you got him to bring his Tony? He's going to actually bring it? I said it and he laughed and I laughed, but then I stopped laughing and gave him a look like I mean it. Bring that Tony. Okay. If he brings his Tony, I want to get a picture with it. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because um, so I too want to thank the Academy. Is it the Academy for the Tonys? What is it? <laughs> I think they have an Academy. <laughs> it's Broadway. Okay, so I want to, like, it's theater with an R-E, you know what I mean? It's one of those kind of situations. Okay, so you guys, and Jesse's going to be part of the sex, love, and butt stuff situation that we're going to be having. So we are going to be answering questions and kind of coming at it from from our end. But then we also have some improvers who are going to be in-house and some comics who will be acting out situations and whatnot. And so um, that being said... Let's get into like the good stuff of this episode. So we have questions and confessions that people have sent over to our DMs. Dr. Carlton gets some crazy DMs. And I don't want to say, I'm not going to say crazy. We're going to say wild. Okay. So we're going to say right. you get some wild DMs. <laughs> so I think it's politically correct if I do it that way, right? Okay. Yeah. No, ju- no judgment, darling. Yes. Don't cancel me. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so we got these nice little, so we're using the NGL app. And so we do find that, you know, remember the secret app from a while ago, you guys remember like the whole, like when people were being bullies on secret now, like NGL is back and it's kind of the secret app all over again, but we're going to use it for good. And we are going to teach people about their butts, about their life. And then we also have some questions about come this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes. And so we're going to go there. Jesse, do not have big eyes when we say the word come. Okay. I, it's I, something that we all have to deal with. I, I, I'm just trained. My body's just trained. He's what? You said come. But, huh? He I'm got, so I, I scare easily. Was it, I, I didn't know if it was fear or excitement. You know what I mean? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. And that's how sex should be. Okay. Fear <laughs> and excitement. <laughs> I am a bottom. Okay. Did I didn't write this? Okay, I am a bottom <laughs> and new to fisting and loving it. Is this safe? I have colitis. Should I stop getting fisted? Okay, so I need I need. To, can someone tell me what colitis is first of all, so I can? Absolutely. Hey, we yeah. have a doctor. He's gonna yeah. tell us. Yeah. So colitis is basically an inflammation in your colon. Um, okay. The, the two most common ones are. Uh, Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. So they're chronic uh, inflammatory conditions where all of a sudden you'll get diarrhea, you'll have bleeding, you'll have pain, you'll lose weight just from this inflammation in your colon. So um, anything itis, aka go to Mexico and drink the water. Right. No, any, okay. any anything <laughs> I, anything itis is an inflammation of the word that's in front of it. So col colon. Itis, colitis. So uh, that's the medical terminology there. So, uh, so basically, this person is saying, "Hey, I'm getting fisted, and I love it, but I have this uh, chronic condition, and I'm afraid I'm going to make it worse, or I'm going to, or maybe I shouldn't be doing this." Mm-hmm. Um, so I always tell people when it comes to sex, whether it's fucking or fisting or whatever you're doing as a bottom, try to make sure that your colitis is in remission. There's medications that you can be on to get and stay in remission so that you're not inflamed. Um, I have some very active fisters who have ulcerative colitis. And I'm talking, when I go to do their exam, I can't even tell that they're, they're 
uh, people who get fisted. Um, just, you know, the, the asshole is a remarkable, remarkable muscle. I'm telling you, it, it has a lot of uh, snapback. So uh, it was like the sweetest thing you ever said. <laughs> Think for yourself, Dr. Carlton. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so anyway, so I tell people, hey, listen, if you're inflamed, you don't want to stick anything in there. And I'm talking toys or dicks or fists. So once you're under control, I think it's okay to, to start exploring sex again. You know, make sure that you can tolerate a penis before you stick a fist in there. Yeah. But, but when it comes to fisting overall, you know, fisting as, as a phenomenon, I think really took off during the pandemic because I think a lot of people had a lot more time on their hands, so to speak. Um, but I'm fine. <laughs> so, yeah. so because fisting is something that takes a lot of energy and time to do well, to do right and to prepare for. So uh, I always thought of fisting as this kind of dom sub thing because you always look on Twitter and you see people getting gut punched. Um, and it just looks like the top is just brutalizing the bottom, but that's not how fisting works. I've been, I've been told that it's like this amazing connection between people where there's this big trust factor that the bottom has to allow the top to be able to put their fist or even arm up inside of them without, you know, getting hurt. Anything you do with a large object, especially a fist or a hand or a big toy has a chance of ripping your intestines. So you have to be very careful and know what you're doing when you're when you're getting fisted, you, you cannot be high while you're mm -hmm. fisting. Um, it, you, you don't know that you're getting hurt. You, you need to be able to sense what's going on in your butt and in your colon. Because if you're on meth or whatever drug and you're getting a fist up your ass, you can't really tell even what's happening. And you can get that's that's the number one way I see people get get injured is when they're 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 high or, um, or altered in some way and they can't tell that they're being hurt. So, so the bottom, yeah. So the bottom guides how that fist goes in there. The bottom's in control. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to have your whole hand in there uh, to, you know, when it comes to fisting. It's not, a it's not a competition. Some people only get a few fingers in there. Some people get part of their hand in. Some people get their whole fist in there. Great. But it's something that takes time. It takes patience. And before you do something like this, talk to an expert who's done it before and let them guide you. So it's completely safe to do it with colitis, but you should completely be in remission and you should be having your situation under control. And the other thing that I realized during this was that being fisted is with like a really ultimate deep connection with somebody that you trust. And so I realized I have no friends. Okay. Uh -huh. So no. Okay. <laughs> Going on. Okay. Just joking. Okay. So I have, I have a quick little rhyme I used to give in college to, to help you remember to space yourself. And um, it's one finger, two finger, three finger more. And just take it slow, everybody. That's my advice. And that was my advice to the college football team as well. So <laughs> that, that actually works. Football is so fun. It's like two words put together and then played. Okay. <laughs> This is a question. Does my hole absorb the, okay, Jesse, it's that word again. Does my hole absorb the cum? Sometimes it doesn't come back out after being bred. Where is it? So good question. Cum is basically just mostly water. You know, your body makes a lot of water. Uh, the, the vast majority of cum is made of, of water-based fluids. There are some other things in there like sugars and proteins that are in there. So the, the vast majority of your fluid is going to get absorbed by your colon and rectum. Uh, the, the colon and rectum's job primarily is to 
absorb all the water out of your bowel movements so that you, you conserve your water and package a nice, firm, healthy stool. So the, the colon's job is to absorb a lot of stuff. So yeah, you, you can definitely absorb a lot of fluid from cum. So that's oh, why it doesn't oh, come back out. Yeah. yeah. Depends on how long it stays in there. Now, if you just go to the bathroom right after you got bread, then obviously it's just, it's going to come out as liquid. But if you let it stay there all day, it's not going to come out. Right. Where in the world is that guy's come to? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Okay. This is a piggyback one off of that. Not, not really a piggyback off of that, but still. Okay. Hi, Dr. Carlton. Hi. I have some sticky, clear discharge after bottoming the next morning. It only happened once. I was wondering, is this due to overdouching or probably from my partner's accidentally ejaculating inside? We use a pullout method. Thank mm. you. Okay, queen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mucus discharge is very common. Um, your rectum makes a certain amount of mucus. It's a, a clear like gel that you might notice from time to time. Some people don't make it in high enough quantities to see, but some people, when they poop, they'll notice a little gel, especially if, if things have been in there for a while. So when you irritate the rectum, especially with a penis or a toy and rub back and forth on the lining, it's going to create a little mucus to kind of protect itself so that it doesn't get injured. So that lining of that layer of mucus is clear mucus is normal. So don't freak out if you see clear mucus. If you see this is that age old discussion of whether or not your ass like lubes itself, that whole sort well, of thing. Well, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so on sloppy from the seconds, dawn of time, we've been wanting to know. Yeah, because because yeah. I know you were on sloppy seconds, the other podcast with uh, Big Dipper and Meatball. And this has been like a conversation about the gelatinous piece that people like. Blah, blah, blah. Right, I mean that. right. So, so yeah, there is a certain amount of mucus that's made and everybody makes a different amount. So some people are really heavy producers of mucus. And those are the people that are going to have a lot more, quote, self-lubrication. I don't think that's enough to get mm -hmm. fucked. But, uh, you know, it can certainly aid the process. And the whole idea of creaming is when that mucus kind of gets churned up with the, with the motion of the penis and then you add in some lube and then some secretions and it all just kind of gets whipped up into a frothy mess and that's what creaming is. Viscous. So, <laughs> it's um, creaming is a kind of a gross word that I don't really necessarily like very much and I don't know why. Okay, right. but at the same time, um, question though here for you. So if... Um, sticky clear discharge after bottoming the next morning that sort of a situation when would that be a concern like when is it maybe when is it maybe an sti when, when is that situation when there's pain when there's bleeding when it's discolored like yellow or green uh that's more of a sign of gonorrhea or chlamydia um and trust me that's one of the things one of, i really want to get across to people with this whole get checked where you play thing is i've had some people recently who came in who had uh, rectal STIs, it looked like a bomb went off back there. Uh, I'm talking uh, really bad. And all it was was just gonorrhea or chlamydia. You would be surprised that gonorrhea or chlamydia would make some, somebody's ass look that bad on the inside. But these guys are really, really hurting. So did that just go on for a long time? Or was it just because their ways are reacting to it? Well, I think they didn't get they didn't get checked. And it got worse and worse and worse with time. Uh, they thought that maybe they had a hemorrhoid or a fissure. They went to a doctor who gave them like hemorrhoid cream and it didn't get better. And then they come to me because I stick the camera in and I see this just like explosion of inflammation in their rectum from not getting their gonorrhea or chlamydia treated like it should have. 
Yeah. And could that be made worse? Like when you're like using the bathroom, oh, this is my own personal fear. It's like, yeah. you any sort of tear, you have any sort of anything in there and then you're using the bathroom, like, is that gonna make that worse or possibly cause more infection? And Well, that, that's, a good, that's a good point. Um, there are, there's a lot of bacteria in, in stool. So if there's something that's really inflamed down there, um, you would think that uh, that the likelihood of it becoming more infected would amplify with stool passage. Remarkably, oftentimes that doesn't happen. I think it's just a miracle of our bodies that our anus and rectum are oftentimes able to ward off those sorts of infections and complications. Hmm. Thank, thank God. Okay, right. so you're probably fine. So enjoy your gelatinous creamy booty okay so um but if you do feel like you need to get checked out then go get it checked out yo yeah absolutely okay so somebody asked do you know anything about the cbd suppositories to help relax the anal area are they safe for use in this area that's a hot thing right now i've actually had a lot of companies send me uh cbd lube and cbd suppositories um, I haven't tried any of it, but uh, it, theoretically, it can't hurt you. So you're not um, calm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's nothing calm about getting fucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes it calms you down. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a little. That's true. But um, with the CBD, uh, it, the general theory is it relaxes things and it makes people who have issues with tightness or pain when they get fucked to be able to handle it a little bit better without cut, num- without numbing it yeah. cut to me using a cbd suppository and just passing out on my partner just <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm hungry i am i'm hungry and i kind of want to watch hulu um, <laughs> put so, a donut in there okay <laughs> it's just like they put like cbd and thc thc and like in everything these days and so i don't know I mean, try, that's it. A, yeah, try it. I can't, you can't hurt you. So give it a try. And if it doesn't, don't do it again. Right. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. So, Trial and error, honey. Yeah. It's almost like the patch test. You know what I mean? Like just check, test a little bit, make sure you don't have like a little reaction either. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that, that sort of thing. Okay. Somebody asked, and I've never heard of this before. And so can you talk about pearly penile papules? Okay. So pearly penile papules, very common. They are a non-infectious growth that can happen on some guys' penises, or especially around the crown of mm-hmm. the uh, the head of the uh, of the dick. So uh, it looks like little tiny little bumps all the way around. Um, it freaks a lot of guys out. They think that they have. Uh, so I HPV. hope everybody is googling this right now because that's what we do here. I Google. Yeah. You guys should be googling. You guys are near your yeah. phone. It freaks a lot of guys out because they think that it looks like they have HPV or they think it's HPV. Um, they get really self-conscious about it. It's incredibly common. Um, and really, there's you really don't need to do anything about it. But for people who are incredibly self-conscious about it, I do have a urologist friend here in San Diego who actually treats those with a special procedure to kind of laser them off to smoothen out the that that tissue. But, eh, you know, I don't think you need that unless it's just really a... a psychological thing that really messes you up and you mm-hmm. just just can't move on with life how big are they usually they're like little the head of a the head of a um a pin sort of and just like, like little, little like little dots tiny little dots all the way around yeah 
Oh, okay. Wait, do it again. Sorry. The, the, go, wait, go down. down. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not what I yeah. thought. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not like a big, like it's not like a zit. It's not like a, you know. It's a patch of, uh, it's a patch or collection of little tiny little pearly looking um, pinhead uh, lesions around the, the crown of your dick. Okay. And those don't, and those don't transfer to like somebody's mouth or something. No, it's not an infection or anything to worry about, and it's not precancerous in any way. Is it like in Cutman more? You think, or is it like definitely, definitely in Cutman more? Yeah. Uh-huh. So different. I've, something I've never actually heard about. And so like, and I'm 40 and I've seen a lot of dicks, you guys. And I don't think I've ever seen this. So show it to me. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do not check your DMs tomorrow. It's going to be. Oh, my DMs are already crazy enough. P.S. There is like this Dr. Bear dude. Like, I don't know. I don't want to like give his name or anything like that because I don't know if it's embarrassing or whatever. Um, and I like stopped following him and he has like Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. And, like his journey on his his uh his Instagram is like thirst trap picture, but then it's like talking about his Crohn's and about how it just tore his stomach up last night. The issues are out there. And so we're seeing Definitely. too here that like it's just like everybody has something going on, you know what I mean? And so like, you know, the, whether it be IBS or colitis or fissures and all these different things that we've been talking about. And so it's just like, uh, and I think with us talking about it, it just kind of makes it a little bit more normal and that you can kind of realize, okay, this is what my life is and this is how I can navigate and still have a really healthy and fun sex life, you know, with, with, with these kind of things. And speaking of that, dropping us into, this one is just like a very quick one and it has a crying emoji and it just says, oh no, poor baby. tips for bottoming with IBS, Aww. Aww. face emoji. Yeah. So Irritable bowel syndrome is what IBS is. And so there's three variants of it. There's one that's a diarrhea predominant one. There's one that's a a constipation predominant one. And there's one that's kind of a mix with an abdominal pain aspect too. So all these people have really bad bowel issues. The diarrhea predominant one is the one that's the hardest one to deal with as a bottom because you never know when you're going to poop. You know, you can go to the bathroom six or seven or eight times in a day, can't get off the toilet. So trying to prep for bottoming uh, as, a, as a person with IBS is quite a chore. And it's, it's really hard for a lot of people. Uh, psychologically, they're really messed up and thinking that, oh, oh I'm going to shit myself during sex. And this is going to cause an, an embarrassing scene. And it just really gets to their psychological core. So what I tell people, first of all, is know your triggers. If you know that you're going to eat dairy and it's going to cause diarrhea, then don't eat dairy before you bottom. You know, if it's spicy food or greasy food, don't do that. Uh, I mentioned in the last broadcast that there's something called the gastrocolic reflex where your stomach empties when food hits it. That what IBS basically is, is that that uh, reflex hyper amplified so that the colon keeps emptying, keeps emptying, keeps emptying um, after you eat. So I tell people to know their triggers. Don't eat within a couple of hours of bottoming if you have IBS. Uh, start your clean out and maybe take an emodium right at the time you're starting your clean out uh, to try to help slow down the motility so that you're able to get what's in there out and, and be able to have enough time to enjoy bottoming. Hmm. It's like we have this recycling bin here at my house and you don't have to like touch it for it to open. It's just kind of like you wave your hand in front of it and it has a motion sensor and it just opens up. And so people with IBS, it's like that motion sensor. Somebody keeps on hitting it. So it just keeps on opening, opening, opening. And it like happens all the time here at my house. So that's kind of what I'm going to think about now whenever I see my recycling bin. 
Just a note. Yeah, well, it's good. That's just, I mean, I think that's a good analogy. Mm-hmm. So figure out what the triggers are, why it's opening up. My ex had, um, my, one of my first boy, first boyfriend, he had IBS and he also had um, not col- not colonitis, but the his Crohn's, he had Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, that was a huge struggle for him. And again, everybody is dealing with something. And so it's just kind of like, what do you need to do so you could manage and deal and have the best sex that you possibly can. This is a um, little question that somebody asked. And so we're just gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there if anybody wants to answer this. What is the weirdest object you ever put up your butt? Somebody asked that. And so I think this is one thing, maybe you should be very careful about the things that you guys are putting up your butts. (laughs) Dr. Carlton, what have you seen? Oh, I've seen all kinds of things. Um, I've seen uh, vegetables. I've seen candles. I've seen uh, the cutest and saddest little story was I had this 80 year old uh, Hispanic man who was straight, uh, loved his ass played with, but didn't want to tell his wife that he liked it. So she drank these little Yakult yogurt drinks from Costco. And the little Yakult yogurt bottle is about three inches long and it's plastic. And he would take those little bottles and stick him in his ass and play with his prostate a little bit and jerk off and get off well one day one got caught up in there and Mm. got sucked up the the butt's a hungry a hungry thing there's a lot there's a vacuum created by it so if you stick up something in your butt that doesn't have a flared base so without a base without a trace Mm -hmm. it just sucks right up into into your rectum and it's hard to get back out well this guy stuck his fingers up in there to try to pull it out and when he did he pinched and this little Yakult yogurt bottle flanged out like a fish hook and basically got caught in his asshole. Oh, no. and, and so we had to take him to the operating room, put him out and gently pull out that fish hooked Yakult yogurt bottle. Oh, so that's probably, the, that's probably the weirdest thing I've seen. But the how about you just- Empty. Yeah. yeah. Was the bottle empty? Yeah, it was empty, yeah. Oh, so he's not like putting them back in the fridge. like. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your lunch honey uh, <laughs> jesse how about you what have you heard oh uh, what have i heard um yeah. well let me t- okay let me be i'm gonna be very honest with you uh as a as a teenager as a young exploring teenager it was so like there was no dr Carl. there was no one to tell you about your butt there was no there was no, like no one to tell you how to clean any like it's just kid in arkansas and let me tell you, I tried to put everything up there. I, I and, and luckily, nothing ever, nothing ever had to go to the emergency room. But I, I went through a little period of like, it, will this go up there? Like, are you my mom? <laughs> like, <laughs> is this good? Is this good? so? Like everything throughout my room. Uh, so I get it. It's 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 a it's a trial and error. I wrote a I wrote a parody song for one of my shows called "Can This Go Up." my butt uh so i know this i know this so well um and and little I, known fact everybody in jesse's family has pink eye um, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's just the whole thing okay i don't know i've i've never been a real toy guy you know what i mean like i've really been like appreciative of like uh the touch of a man oh. um, but like <laughs> but you know it's it, that, that's like one part but um i think when i was younger 
I think I tried a marker once because it was just like, well, you're gay. So things to go up your butt. You know what I mean? I think I was watching like a Queerest Folk episode or something. And so, and that was not pleasurable. But then later on, I, I did try toys and things like that. But it just never was something that was really like for me. Like when I lived in New York, you know, there's so many sex shops and things like that. So it was just like, oh, I'll pick up one of these. And then you realize you're in a city with like a million people. And it's like, somebody will fuck you. You do not need this. So <laughs> if it's not well, your thing, it doesn't have to be your thing. Being the, yeah. being the butt doctor that I am on online, a lot of people that are celebrities come to me anonymously or, or discreetly. And I can't say who this was, but I have one tell me, that they were playing with a toy and like a dildo and it broke in half right in the middle. Oh no. And they didn't. Andy Cohen is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, 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 now. It wasn't Andy Cohen. Yeah. So they were like, what do I do? It's like caught up my ass and I can't get it out. What what do I, what do I do? And I just told them to go to the emergency room if it didn't come out. And that's what they ended up doing. And that's how she won drag race. Um, (laughs) You know, they had this, the first toy I think I ever got was like for, but was the the little egg that you put up there. And it was like honest on a very cord cord, this cord. Oh, like if it, I don't know, by the grace of the goddess herself, did this thing not get lost forever? Um, it's like, I remember those, like, those, those little eggs, because I remember, like, my first, like, uh, sexual toy experience, like, just being around them was, you know, in college, there's always that one girl who's like, I'm selling sex toys, you know what I mean? Like, they're doing that, like, those, like, they're, like, Avon Tupperware type parties. Yeah, but sex- like, do you even go to this school? Where? No. Yeah. And it was like, and it in like in the theater department. So it was like guys and girls and all these girls just, you know, got their rabbits. You know, that was the, the big sex toy at the time. And I remember those eggs on those flimsy little wires that oh. had like the little, they were like those, those, uh, those little toy cars that you, that, that you would like, it had an on off switch and the toy car would move in front of you. But this was like an egg that would vibrate for you. And so mm-hmm. I do remember those. And so I don't know if I ever actually used it. No, I don't think I actually did. Now I feel slighted. Well, maybe for you know for your for Christmas party, guess what you're gonna get? So <laughs> a random egg <laughs> on a string. We have a couple confessions. I'm gonna read one and then Dr. Carlton has one that I haven't seen. So okay. This one is okay, this is kind of hot. And it uses the word come, Jesse. It says wow. come. Okay. I'm scared and excited. I know. His eyes don't get as big anymore, so he's like doing well. Okay, so. Husband and I were fucking a bottom for a while. Okay, <laughs> bragging. Okay. Um, I was about to come, and his hole made a pop like a smucker's jar opening. My voice really said pop, like, didn't it? Okay. <laughs> so his hole made a pop like a smucker's jar opening. I was it's so afraid. I hurt him. He said he was okay, though. <laughs> that was nice that was sweet it ended it ended in a really nice place right yeah. he said he was okay though like okay so um is this that whole su- vacuum suction thing dr Carlton? Yeah. yeah you know you push a lot of air in with when you're when you jam your penis in you know that's why a lot of guys will fart a little bit during sex is because there's just so much like poop, 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 pushing air in pushing air and pushing air in depending mm-hmm. on on the position that you're in and so probably there was just a big buildup of air and when he pulled out a little bit it just went boop does more air go in when you're doggy style or missionary? It, I think it's probably more uh, doggy style, but it really depends on it depends on your build and your curves. So all my curves. Um, <laughs> but 
So if it's like a smoker's jar, can you store like food in there for the winter? Is it airtight? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you haven't seen these videos online. Okay, Jesse, go on Twitter and you okay. will find yourself in a dark corner somewhere. Like they just planet pigs for a little while, but there was like guys putting <laughs> sand up their ass. That's what I was gonna say. So, the sand one, it was like, yeah. like a half a pound of sand up his ass. And there's even like another one where a guy like um they are playing. It's 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 uh, I can't remember what his name now is. I'm not gonna give him OnlyFans listens, anyways. Uh, but anyways, and they were pushing um dumplings out of their butthole. Dumplings. Yes, and they were eating dumplings out of out of the butts. And oh stuff. wow. Mm-hmm. They're then eating them? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, like pushing a dumpling out like into somebody else's mouth, you know, that kind of thing. And so oh. so th- so you can store food in there. And so, oh my God, that just unlocked a memory. Oh my God, is that a core <laughs> memory when it unlocks? Okay. So I remember I was like hooking up with this one guy and um and his boyfriend and whatnot. And so and his boyfriend like left. And I don't remember why, because he like went to go get food or something like that. And we were talking and he was like, so yeah, um, I was about to say the name. Uh, say it. He, he drank uh, country time lemonade out of my ass. And I remember like, I was like, oh, that, how did that happen? You know what I mean? And apparently it was just like, they had country, lemon t- they had country time lemonade, like in a water bottle, you know, they had made, they shook up and he was like, hmm. and he like sprayed it in his ass and the other one sprayed it back out. And so. That is called confidence. And, and to buy some country time lemonade for this purpose, purpose you used to use code D'Angelo on and so website. Well, it's that. And like, you know, sometimes we just have to like give brands their due and country time lemonade should really know what their product is being used for in these gay communities. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dr. Carlton, hit yes. us with this confession that you received. Okay. So... This guy says, I was on Adam for Adam, and a guy hit me up and said, hey, you and I had a hot role play session a couple of months ago. Adam for Adam? This is very vintage. This This is is vintage stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, This guy said, come over. I'm going to be having sex with a straight married guy. He really wants to be caught and humiliated. So I want you to come through the door and pretend you're my roommate and start belittling us for being faggots. And then I want it to turn sexual so the three of us have a three-way. First of all, could you do that? No. <laughs> Sounds like, like this is like, these are their stories. Dun, dun. And like this scenario happens where like somebody comes home and then somebody gets killed and then Olivia Benson is there. This is SVU fodder. Right. I am telling Absolutely. you. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, this is what they wanted. This is what they wanted. <laughs> I've seen that episode before. First of all, I couldn't log into Adam for Adam for anything. I don't know where, is it an app now? Where like just, but like any scenario where you have to go into someone's house like that, there's, there's, I, I never could. I can never do that. I think, okay, so my situation would be like, I need to speak with both of the people who are involved in the situation, or I at least need, I need a shout out from your Instagram, Twitter, and a signed letter from a lawyer saying that I can, no, just not all that. But like, at least right. like, I need somebody to reach out and say, yeah, I'm totally into this too, because you don't know what the hell you're getting yourself into in a situation like that. And so, right. I mean, like, what if a guy has a gun and he, he's not expecting this and then wham, 
Yeah. Or if there's just no consent on the other person's part. And I think yeah. that's a big part of it too, is just like, you know, so as, as it can be, this is like the setup of a SVU movie, television show and, or a porn that you'll find any, you know, on any subscription site, you know, like, so this could be a really fun fantasy and it can go there, but I think that there is just a certain amount of, okay, well, I need the straight guy to at least tell me that this is cool. Like that, 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 that you are expecting right. this person to come in. Well, well and just, yeah, there's more. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he says, well, I did this. I walked in the door. I did my thing. We started going at it and I developed a real connection with the straight guy. We were having really hot sex. And then the guy who invited me over got really jealous and mad. Okay. And so it kind of backfired on him, I guess. And then he goes, he threw the other guy out and locked me in the room while he belittled the other guy and threw him out. Okay. This sounds like a bait and switch. Like they (laughs) were planning on doing this all along as well. Like they, he thought that he was the the uh, the alpha that was going to come in and, and ruck things up and then they flipped it on him this is like the best svu episode i've ever heard okay oh, and it turns out right. they all work together the dmv and this is revenge <laughs> like it really is okay and then final follow-up while he was yelling at the other guy i took his phone and found the text conversation with the guy who i was having the connection with and i put it in my phone I begged him to let me out. He let me left. He let me leave. Excuse me. Yeah. And then he goes, I immediately go and called the other guy and we went to a hotel and fucked. So then he switched again. This is like, so the power dynamics here are so crazy. I know. Right. Yeah. So this guy, this guy put himself in, in danger twice, really ended up having a great connection and ended up making it happen anyway for him. So he made it Is work it for me. Him. Am I the drama? Am I the drama? <laughs> I mean, really, that's all I can get from this person. This is one of those bitches, too, who like the first thing they say is, I don't like drama, probably on their like on, on their their scruff profile. You know what I mean? Right. Like exactly. Drama free. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. but, oh, my but, God, the things yeah, we do as gay men. I know, but, but I'm telling you, that's quite a confession. I was really impressed by that one. Yes, it was. You're so right, though. Like, this is the person that he's, I mean, he's, it sounds like maybe like he's like, we had this, the two of us had a connection, but you're like in a three way. And I think if you're in a three way, you have some responsibility to all parties to be acknowledging and to be um, sharing, caring, you know. Right, exactly. Otherwise, it's just not happening. Like three, three ways are just awkward things, you know what I mean? Like, and so, and it's just really like, you need to know what you're getting yourself into because there's always somebody who's just going to feel that little bit of like, am I going to be on the corner of the bed crying later? Like, it's just like, you have, you have that thing too, with like a threesome. So like, sometimes maybe like an even number might be a little bit better for you. You know what I mean? Like, and so maybe you just like, okay, well, I'm going to bring my friend too. (laughs) So, you know, but, but, you know, we are, we are cis gay men. And so sometimes our loins do range for like these things that uh you know we stay we go into these dangerous feeling situations <laughs> right like, you know you're just kind of like you know like i went to like a guy of, of, i remember like a long time ago i went to this guy's place and this is like in new york city like back like in the height of like bed bugs like this is like 2004 or whatever and I remember i walked in i was like i'm gonna get bed bugs here and I, you know i still stayed 
Like I still like, you know, like you still like I got undressed. I piled my clothing up on the doorknob of the front door of his house. Like I was not taking my clothes or my shoes into the house because I just felt dirty. But I still stayed because I wanted some dick and like, you know what I mean? And then like I went home and I like got undressed outside of my apartment and I got rid of those clothes because it was just like, you know, the the standard, you know, hookup attire of like basketball shorts and a T-shirt, you know, that kind of thing. But like, you know, we put ourselves into some random situations as gay men that, you know, this one, I want to I want to come in and I want to yell at somebody and then <laughs> you get yelled at in turn so that you take a phone and you get a number and then you call. Oh, my goodness. This is like what would you do turn. for a Klondike bar for real? This is like really I can feel the Alps. That's one of those situations. And he like went into his phone. Like, I don't know. That's just it sounds like that portion of like going to the phone and finding the number or conversation or I thought he was gonna be I thought he was gonna have some more discovery in that story of like what their text was about or whatever, but no, mm-hmm. it's just no when I started. He played the game and he he played it well. So like he like checkmated him, you know what I mean? Like you're not gonna make me feel crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow goodness these boys out here okay you guys this has been a fun little episode of sex love and butt stuff qualified and unqualified advice for people with butt questions and confessions aka sex love and butt stuff questions and questions okay where you guys can find in my bio over on my instagram you guys will find the link so you guys can drop any more of these anonymous questions or confessions throw them at us dr carlton throw them in his inbox as well because the thing is i know you guys are asking him about your mole and the thing on you know on your butt cheek and whatnot and so throw us some of these things so we can talk about them so we can spread some light onto these issues and just also realizing that you know we're not all we're all weird i think that's kind of what it kind of all comes down to so bodies are weird sex is weird and this is just what it is jesse what have you learned today i have learned so many things and I'm just, uh, you know what? I, I feel my eyes are open even more to what's happening in the world. And, and not just so, come. And not just come. Uh, I, feel, I feel light. I feel creamy. I feel delicious. Thank you. <laughs> oh, goodness. I hope you don't feel like yogurt. Um, <laughs> I can store it for a period of time. I know that. <laughs> yes. I know we have a lot of things that are coming up that, as we get closer to Pride and whatnot, but just make sure that you guys get your tickets for the Impride Festival that's happening on July 8th and 9th and 10th over at the Diversionary Theater. Go to diversionary.org. In the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a little tab that says tickets. Click that, and when you buy a ticket for the day, it gives you access to all the different shows that are happening that day. And if you get one for the whole weekend, it gives you access to all the shows that are happening during the weekend. And you can cherry pick what you want to go see. So if you want to come and see something at 7, go eat at eight, come back at nine. You are completely free to do that. But we encourage you to stay through the whole entire evening and just get drunk with your friends. Absolutely. There's a full bar. And the Diversionary Theater is the third uh, oldest uh, queer theater in the nation. And they're doing such good work overall. So the, like this money is going to benefit like their theater and their programming. And they're telling such amazing stories um, from queer voices that otherwise wouldn't get a chance to be on stage or to be heard all year long. So it's a great um, it's a great place that your money's going overall. So yeah. Yeah. and it's and it's to be said, I mean, like we we hear it all the time. The pandemic really hurt our performing. Our art venues and our spaces that we can do art and 
Um, the fact that the diversion area is still open and kicking when other places like the San Diego rep has canceled its whole rest of its season because of the financial straps that they're under. And so it's, uh, it's to be said something. So please do donate, buy tickets, support your local theaters wherever you are, but support Diversionary Theater and come and see our show and get the tickets for our show at diversionary.org. <laughs> Org. Okay. Okay. So other than that, Dr. Carlton, thank you so much as always for coming and imparting all of your knowledge on everybody. And um, do you have any final thoughts, anything you want to tell the kiddos, the grown folks, the old people about their butts, about their lives? You know, everybody's got a butt, but stuff isn't just for queer people, you know, with men, especially our G spots back there. So yeah, try to be open-minded about that. I know a lot of guys are strict tops or afraid to have anything in their butt, but it's okay to play around back there. Absolutely. And it's okay not to. So do what you yeah, want to do. Absolutely. You don't have to. Yeah. Right, get do- a little egg with a little, 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 little wispy wire on it. To put a- <laughs> You'll never Get, get yourself an egg from that weird girl in college when she has her weird sex party sex party her sex toy party there's a difference i went to sex toy parties in college and then after that i was born real sex parties you know what i mean enjoy yourselves enjoy other people enjoy your butts you guys thank you guys so much for joining us this has been sex love and butt stuff questions and confessions with dr carlton you guys can find him on instagram at where d-o-c-t-o-r-c-a-r-l-t-o-n dr carlton spelled out there you go and then jesse where can they find you you can find me on instagram uh jesse's too fine uh, on, on Instagram and yes, that's it. Okay. And you guys know me, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Gogo on most of your platforms. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining. And this has been another episode and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.